Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. As we continue traveling throughout Southern Africa, uh, today we're talking about some of our favorite places in all of Sub-Saharan Africa, and these are these so-called stone towns, which are small towns on small islands in the Indian Ocean off the coast, off the east coast of Africa. And we've been to three of these now. Mm-hmm. So we've been to Lamu, which is in Kenya, or off the coast of Kenya, and we've been to Zanzibar, which is the one that people are most likely to have heard of before. That's probably the most famous one, and it's part of Tanzania. And those were both on a previous trip, and now on this trip we've just been to Mozambique Island, which, as you might suspect is off the coast of Mozambique. And because we like these places so much, we've got quite a lot to say, so we're going to do this in two parts. Firstly, talking about those first two places, Lamu and Zanzibar, and then in the second part, talking about Mozambique Island. So we visited the other two actually quite quickly, one after the other. It was seven years ago when we were traveling in East Africa. Um, but before we get to those, uh, these stone towns, I think, are worthy of an introduction. They're very interesting places. And I think primarily because you have a cultural mix that has existed for centuries on these islands. Mm -hmm. And so the mix is between Africans, Arabs, and also Indians. And so this mix represents the trading and the other commercial activity that has taken place, as I said, for centuries in the Indian Ocean. And you can really see that mix even today reflected in a lot of different cultural aspects of life on these islands. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, on Mozambique Island, you have Portuguese influence as well, but we'll talk about that uh, in more depth uh, later on in, in another episode. But yeah, uh, you can see, for example, the Muslim influence, which is still very present today. There's still a very large Muslim population, particularly in Lamu. And so, for example, the women there, many of them wear uh, what they call the bui bui in the local language. Uh, in other parts of the world, it's more commonly known as the abaya. So it's a long black robe and often a full veil completely covering the woman's face as well. So that's something that is very commonly seen there. Right. And so Kenya is a majority Christian country. But then mm -hmm. in Lamu, not only is it a, a Muslim area, but it's a very conservative Muslim area as well. Mm -hmm. And so you see this throughout these, these islands. It's also true on Mozambique Island as well. It's about 95% Muslim, mm -hmm. even in a majority Christian country. Uh, and so you see this in, in religion, you see it in language, there's different influences and different mixes in the language, you see it in the food, you have curries and other Indian influenced dishes. And so it's just really fascinating, I think, to see this different cultural mix in, in these places. They're also very, they're very laid back and, and relaxed to a certain degree. Um, and that's different from traveling in Africa. Yeah, traveling in Africa can be very hectic and uh, a bit tiring after a while. So these are wonderful places to really kick back and relax and recharge your batteries after dealing with some of the hardships of overland travel in Africa. But but despite that, you also get a great cultural experience and, and there's historic things to see and do as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not just sitting on, a, on an island, on a beach island doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the reasons I think that we really like it is that you have that combination 
combination of a laid-back situation, but also each day you can go and do things. You can take boat trips on dhows, which are traditional sailing boats in the Indian Ocean, and you can visit churches and mosques that are historic buildings, fortresses, and things like that. So really, for us, it's a perfect destination in Africa. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, in Lamu, I remember one of the activities that we did that we that I really enjoyed was taking a cooking class with a local woman. And so we went to the market with her uh, before the class. We went shopping for the ingredients that we were going to use to cook. And then she actually brought us back to her home and we prepared the meal in her kitchen. And for me, that was the most interesting part was seeing how she lived with her children and um, and the very basic rudimentary uh, tools and things that she was using to cook with in her kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen was extremely basic. There were no cupboards or benches or anything really, um, no equipment, mm -hmm. uh, nothing that you would consider in a, in, a, in a modern Western kitchen. And so basically she just had some things piled up on the floor and then very basic uh, stovetop and then that was it. Mm -hmm. But she managed to create a delicious meal just from that. Yeah. And I think part of even the uh, advertising of, of that cooking class was that you got to see in someone's house. And, and I thought that was particularly interesting in, in Lamu. As we said, it was a conservative Muslim island, or still is. And so to go behind the bui or beyond the bui, as they say, um, was really good to just see the, a little bit of private life as well as public life on the streets as well. Mm -hmm. And so the streets of Lamu are really fantastic. There's donkeys everywhere. Yeah. Um, the, the alleyways are so narrow that there aren't cars there. And so people get around by donkey or they use mm -hmm. the donkeys to, to carry certain things for them. And, you know, it's a small town. And you can see compared with Zanzibar that it's more of a backwater, that it was never had, it never had the kind of influence that Zanzibar had. But yet it's, it's got its own little bustling economy with these markets and everything and so it was just such a fantastic place to spend a few days in. Yeah, it's quite busy in its own way. There, Like you said, lots and lots of donkeys uh, and people in the streets, but at the same time, no cars. So it's quiet in that way. You don't have the traffic noise and the honking and everything. But yeah, lots of bustle, lots of people milling about. And I remember there's a fortress in the middle of town and we went into it and then you could climb up onto the ramparts of the fortress. And then from there, you could just look out into the center of town and you could just watch the markets and watch the donkeys and the people going, uh, coming, going and just doing their daily activities, but from a, a higher up point. Uh, and so that was just really interesting to just watch daily life go by there as well, because it's just such an interesting um, little town with, a, with its little bustle, like you said. Mm -hmm. And so we stayed in Lamu for five days. We were supposed to stay three days and then we loved it. So we stayed longer. And then I remember that after we left, I was a bit grumpy for a few days, mm -hmm. and you told me I had the post-Lamu blues because <laughs> I was basically upset that we weren't in Lamu anymore. I mean, as soon as we arrived, I remember saying it was my favorite place in Africa, mm. and we just felt like we really um, discovered this place that wasn't really known to us before we started planning for that trip. No. Um, but So we continued down the coast, down the Swahili coast of Kenya, and then eventually we crossed into Tanzania and went to Zanzibar quite soon after, just a, a week or two after we'd been to Lamu. And 
it's a similar kind of idea with the stone town, but it's much bigger. Mm-hmm. Really, in all aspects, it's a bigger island. It's a bigger town on that island. There's mm-hmm. more tourists. It's more famous. So there's more facilities, and even the buildings are quite larger. So you can tell it was a grander place mm-hmm. uh, in its day. Um, it has a lot more non-religious colonial buildings or, or non-religious grand buildings compared with Lamu, which is on a more smaller scale. Yeah, so Lamu has mosques, and it does have the fort that you mentioned, mm-hmm. but yeah, other than that, I think it's mostly residential buildings, whereas Zanzibar, yes, was a very important center when it was built, and so you have more administrative buildings and things like that. But it's still very laid back and very relaxed uh, and a great destination to visit. You can also take some trips outside of the stone town itself, so we did a little trip to see uh, some monkeys, mm-hmm. um, which were cute monkeys, and and we also did another trip to see the spices that they grow. I think it's a spices and market trip. And so you you kind of get the whole thing. You go and see where they grow the spices, and then you can go to the markets and see where they sell them. And, of course, spices is a huge part of the Indian Ocean trade, or has been for centuries as well. And that's one of the main reasons why the Portuguese went um, to the Indian Ocean via the southern coast of Africa to begin with was to find spices and be able to dominate the spice trade without having to go through the Venetians and the other route uh, overland through Arabia. Mm-hmm. And so the spices are still an important uh, thing in the Indian Ocean and in Zanzibar today. Yeah, so it was interesting to be able to see how that all works and to see how the spices are grown and get a better sense of their importance. And so we stayed for a few days in Zanzibar and uh, it was another great time and we were again sad to leave, especially as we took a 30-something hour bus ride across Tanzania to get to Rwanda. Um, But uh, yeah, it was was another great time. And so in the next episode, we will tell you about the newest of these stone towns that we visited, which is Mozambique Island. Yes. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.